Hey guys, welcome to another season of So What Page We On Be, okay? My name is Shan. On this podcast, you will find Casey and Kiki. This is season 11. We are reading Pastors Eat Mm-mm. 2, okay? A Quan's Mill book. You see it in the description. I'm not going to say it out loud. Because I don't know if your kids is in the car or in the room. Okay? Please keep your headphones on when you listen to this season. Because the book title and what's going to be happening in the book is kind of spicy. Alright? Enjoy. Read along. We are just going over this episode. We're just discussing who Quan Mills is question mark question mark because he he be kind of hidden all right and then for our next episode this is a bi-weekly podcast slash book club read the prologue to chapter five and we'll discuss it okay it's not a big book it's not a long book but it's a good read all right let's get into the episode yeah when the, when the thing stop clicking Hold on, let me click on her thing and talk. There we go. I'm a beat. So oh, you heard this talking? Yes, I've been in here talking about let me in, let me in. And y'all just so talking. I figured it out, girl. I'll let you in. I cannot. What's up? Child, nothing. We can keep talking about these fucking ass jobs. Listen. How was your first day? Uh, yesterday it was okay. Everybody in my training class is stupid. <laughs> well, welcome back. Right. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Ain't shit changed but the building. What building it now? Oh, in the new one? Yeah, they're in the yeah. new one off of Hammett. It's nice. It is. I can see why they rented it out. Yeah, the building is so Kiki, like the building is nice and then like when I was like leaving from like when I was leaving with my equipment to go back to my car in the garage, the garage is even nicer. It's all lit up and shit. It's not dark and dank. Like somebody like a zombie's in there front about to attack your ass. Then I um, <laughs> But like what they what they have now in the building is like they have outdoor space. So you can go outside and sit outside while you're still in the building. And work? Yeah. Oh. That's hot, right? Yeah, that's dope. That makes you want to be in the office again. Yeah. And I was office in the office, like just chilling like bitch, I like being in the office. And I was like, oh bitch, I see why. This is a nice ass office. I don't want it. I don't want it to be full though. Some places some places are full. Some areas are fuller than others. Yeah. I don't want it to be full. What building you in? Um, eighteen. Oh, y'all in two separate buildings. It's three buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, you on the eighteenth floor? Yeah, on the eighteenth floor. But in what building? The the second one, okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I got the same shit every day, so it's kind of like building two. <laughs> Cause she be, cause I was like, oh, what floor you on? And I was like, what building you in? She's like, eighteen. I'm like, this nigga eighteen building. Right? I was like, uh, yeah. 
I am I'm at 75% over here. Bear with me. Bear with me. But I'll make y'all laugh real quick. So today, right, we was in yeah. training. And one of the girls had asked, like, the trainers, they were like, okay, so, like, are we working on just our laptops this week? And then next week, we're working on the monitors because I didn't connect my monitor yet. And then they were like, what? And then she was like, yeah, I'm just working off the laptop. So, like, our, like next week, like, will, will we be using the monitors as well? Because I haven't hooked up on my equipment. They're like, girl, if you don't hook up everything that you got Why? in the box. Why wouldn't you hook it up? Chill. I honestly feel like a lot of these people never worked from home before. They probably have it. Not even yeah. like during the pandemic. Yeah, I have a very strong feeling that a lot of these people never worked from home before. I, I feel like half these girls is like PP long stunt queens and like their money ran out. So now they need to I'm done. Or they were, or they were unemployment fraud girls, and the money has gone out, and they're like, "Oh, bitch, I need to get a job now." Mm-hmm. The city girls up by ten. Listen, <laughs> even Kobe over here laughing at the hoes. Where are you laughing at? Ridiculous. Kobe's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, and, and just to let y'all know, if I leave for a minute, uh, we ordered Uber Eats, so I might have to. Oh, what y'all ordered? Come on, Uber Eats. A fa. Fa. What's that? It's like Vietnamese soup. Uh, fancy. I had my little stir fry from Trader Joe's, and she was hitting it. Hmm. My mom made um stew peas. Ooh, how's that? It was good and a little spicy, but what is that? It's basically like beef stew, dumplings, um, um, uh, what else is in there? Sometimes she'll put like a yam in there, but there's no yam, and you just put it over rice, like with with, uh, red beans, but it's It's so it's basically Jamaican red beans and rice. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I'm just gonna say that. But so I thought done. your mom made dumplings out of pancake mix. Listen, <laughs> so I have a container, and for first of all, my mom is the mom that puts rice in the butter container because she saves it after the butter was finished. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like they're just being containers, and you don't know until you pop it open. <laughs> So instead of her asking me what's in this container or turn the container around that says pancake mix, she assumed it was flour and been making dumplings with a pancake mix. I said, Mom, that is not flour. She was like, what happened to the flour? I said, what are you talking about? I said, if there's flour in there, it's because you last left it from last April. I don't play with flour. I don't fry chicken. I don't fry fish. Like, I don't touch flour. She was like, but isn't this flour? And she pulled out my pancake oh. container. I said, ma'am, you've been, you been wasting my pancake mix on dumplings and, and frying them. them. That would have been some bomb ass dumplings, though. Listen, she was like, oh, I, I, I just assumed. I said, why did you just ask me? So I had to leave and go to Kroger and get her some flour. 
knowing them girls love pancakes. Listen. Listen. I mean, she still made them dumplings. There's still some pancakes made in there, but I'm just like, girl, don't assume nothing. I actually put my sugar in the container that's marked sugar and, you know, my cornmeal in the container that's marked cornmeal. Were the dumplings delicious, though? Huh? Were the dumplings delicious, though? The dumplings that she made tonight were correct because they were made out of the right flour. The dumplings that she made with the pancake good. I mean, they were good because they were seasoned properly. So I, I mean, I wasn't complaining, but I didn't know it was pancake mix. I had no idea it was pancake mix. I was just like, "What is going on?" That's hilarious. But yeah. I thought today I had to go to the office, but it wasn't today. It's tomorrow because the supervisors that work from home are visiting tomorrow. So he made everybody on our team this tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a long day. The supervisors from Alabama coming tomorrow? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. And I think think that... I think the exec is coming tomorrow too. So he was like, I want everybody in the office on Wednesday. And I had forgot. So yesterday, so, so today I thought we had to be in the office. I was like, there's no way my um, my surprise booty is about to be in the office today. So I was like, no, let me call out and it's tomorrow. What you girls doing office business for? We doing our job. Leave us alone. Right. He's talking about I want to see everybody. Sir, ain't nothing to see. You don't want to see us any other day. Listen, I look the same way on the um Skype. Bay food here. Don't be trying to uh uh show out because the the damn execs coming in town. Right. He said I'll be in Atlanta just for one day. I said, Oh God. Okay, bitch. And bye. I'm still taking my tablet with me. Enjoy your stay. (laughs) Listen. But what else is going on? Um, Ari's gone. Her daddy came to get her. Ari. Doing her daddy. Yeah, her daddy came to get her. Um, Listen, so tomorrow will be like an easy day in this house. Okay. I'll go to the office tomorrow. I don't feel as horrible. I just feel like I'm not all done. But what's so crazy is my elbow is like achy or sore and I didn't hit it anywhere and I don't understand why. So I had a um, so I had a Google like stomach viruses. Do you get achy? And it was like sometimes it could be a side effect. So I have like a weird body aches. Um, and you know me, even though I was off, of course I found shit to do. So I put the girls' bunk beds back together so they can have room in their room. 
I don't understand why people do that. What? Call out sick and then be finding shit to do around the house. I know. I I feel like when I call, why well, I, I I called out half of the day yesterday. So after like three forty five, I was in the bed to like seven something, like okay. sleep because I was exhausted. I couldn't even hold my head up. So um, I just kept sleeping, and even though I slept for so long, every time I got up, I felt the same way. I did four hours ago. Like I didn't sleep at all. I'm just like, what the hell? So when I woke up this morning, I woke up at four and I didn't feel weak, but my stomach didn't feel right. So I have called off and then I just didn't want to be in the bed all day and be like, oh, I did nothing today. Um, Especially when you're not feeling well. I know. I think that's because I can't sleep. Because we don't rest. Yeah. But see, I sometimes I don't be able to sleep. I'm like, I'm, I'm just laying here doing nothing. Like I can't go to sleep. Mm. Like I may, may as well try to do something. Mm. I ain't doing shit. Listen. <laughs> so y'all ready for this pussy? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited um, for this book. It's going to be a quick, funny read. I, I can already tell. Um, so, y'all, welcome to season 11 of So What Pays You On B. Um, my name is Shan, that is Casey, and that is Kiki. And this is like an on-the-go book club. This season, we are reading one of Quan Mill's many books called Pastors Eat Pussy Too. Um... It's, it's a recent one that he's um, he put out. It's not a very long read, but we can tell it's a page turner because everybody keeps talking about it. So this first episode, we're not going to get into the book just yet. We want to basically discuss Quan Mills a little bit so you guys can get an idea about who he is. So in my research, because this this author is keeping his face hidden. Um, he's not very like out there in the public eye. It's kind of like a mystery. So um, he's a secret. Kind of because there's no picture of him or anything. But I found an interview about him. He is born and raised in Miami. Hey, oh hey, God! Listen, and he lived. He said he has lived in Atlanta, L.A., Chicago, so all the major cities he basically lived in. Mm-hmm. He started writing books in 2014, and his attitude comes off very like, and like you know, I write about what I want or what what is interesting to me and he was basically in the interview like write whatever the fuck you want to write about and so he was like he he writes about what he wants to write about and he doesn't mind that you know some of the stories are raw uh, full of emotions or gritty he just knows his audience is going to find his books and they're going to read it and they're going to buy it so he writes whatever is interesting to him which brings me to the many titles that are very like, oh my God. So like Project Whole Dreams, um, The Coldest Thug Ever, which is like a spinoff of The Coldest Winter Ever. My Baby Mama is a Loser, Ho is Life, that has a part one and part two to it. 
CNA thoughts. So like all the the old thought next door. Listen, all the like gossip topics that you would find like on a Black Planet or in a group chat with your friends, he makes into books. Like any type of scandalous situation that will happen, he makes into books. So people call him the urban mastermind. Mm. Um, it's not like he's unreachable. His email is like out there for people to contact him, but there is no picture of him. There's no page of him, and he's keeping it like very separate, which I don't mind because you can put out work, but you don't have to be available to the world. So um, I feel like he does a good job of keeping things separate. But what do you guys think is going to happen in this book? I just want to know why I'm like starting to hear about him all of a sudden. Because I didn't hear nothing about him before we started, before we chose the book. I did, but I didn't put the connection together. But when Clubhouse was like really booming the beginning of last year, uh, somebody was having a reading in one of the Clubhouse rooms with this book, This Whole Got Roaches. I thought it was like a fake me out. Somebody made up this story about how this whole got roaches. And they were reading one of his books. And that is one of his books. I didn't know it was his book until now. So I have heard some of his writings, which is very interesting and definitely funny. So I think this is going to be... So I never still heard about I never heard about Kwamil's what I did hear like but I've seen like the covers for his books a lot and mm-hmm. I never thought that they were like actual real books. I just thought like somebody was just putting like memes out there of like quote unquote yes. fake books. Yeah. Mm, yeah, because I I I read one of his stories on an Instagram account called Spiritual World. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, this is some crazy shit. It was like unbelievably crazy shit that was happening. And then <laughs> in the comments, everybody was saying, okay, Quan Mills. I'm like, is, is this real or is it a fictional story? <laughs> it was like the bitch had 32 baby daddies and then one of the baby, one of them ended up being her brother. It's like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Too much. Would you even put it past anybody today? I want to put it past nobody today. To have thirty-two baby daddies, or to have uh, have a baby or their brother and their baby daddy. Both. This is a fact. Because social media is just being really loud about what's been already going on. Yeah, and I think that that and like that's the thing with social media, like. It just it just amplifies what's been going on. It just makes people more aware of what's already been happening. Yeah. So, it is only a hundred and one pages. All right. So we are going to get through this book very fast. But I wanted to give time for everybody to get the book. Um. I got mine on Amazon for like five dollars. Um, you can find, yeah, it is on Audible, and people say um, the reading of it is pretty good. 
and you can get yours from Amazon or wherever sells his books and you can read along for the uh, next episode which will be in two weeks on a Tuesday we will be going off going over the prologue to chapter five baby and and stopping at chapter five and that prologue gets you hooked as you can see Casey have read it yeah I haven't, I haven't read, read the prologue yet Kiki you didn't get to this book because I feel like I really feel like you would like this book Kiki I probably would if it's juicy. Now I don't know how much I I can relate, but I like the drama. I mean, we gotta relate to it, but I mean, you know, just just like just like the whole drama, the whole aspect. The of first it. sentence is like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: I feel like the pastor paying for the pussy, but me too. <laughs> but I feel like they're gonna slip up and do a bit more, and she's gonna get caught up in the rapture. Oh yeah. Um, her name is Nashana Nunu Spearman. Oh, okay. A local Chicago native lives in lives her life by one simple model: use what you got to get what you want. So basically, I already know I like who she is already. Listen. All right, players club. It says she is a certified bad bitch. That knows how to use her honey to make money. But when one of her many money making plans falls apart, she suddenly finds herself having to live life normally for once. The prospect of prison forces her to take a plea deal that requires her to do community service. And that's exactly how she ends up in the company of a popular south side of Chicago pastor who is running for mayor of the city. One thing leads to another. Nunu finds herself scheming and scamming once again. But will her plan backfire? Oh. That's what so so Nunu's serving a community with her, with her Go ahead, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel like she gonna try to use her body with the pastor to basically clear her record so she ain't gotta go to prison. Right. But why would she be going back if she just got out? Because she on community service but she's still gonna go back to her scamming ways. I hope this ain't like too much, too much, too much, like a uh, sister soldier. Oh no, I don't feel like it's gonna be like that. Yeah, because nah. it's not enough time and there's not enough characters for them to have it like that. Okay. Sister Soldier book had a lot, like the coldest one that ever had a lot going on. It did. It did. It did. Mm. So this should be oh. interesting. Are we gonna read part two of that? Part two of what? The coldest one ever. We just like fuck that. No, I'm done with it. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure. Two. Oh, the sequel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they got everybody got like sorry reviews about the sequel. Like, girl, yeah. I why would you come come back with that? 
I was just asking because I got two audible credits and I'm trying to figure out what I'm using on. I got I got, I use my two audible credit credits, but I paused my audio <laughs> audible because I got like five books to read. Yeah. I paused it. But yeah. And I wanted the actual physical book for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna order the, the physical too, so I, so I can at least say I read it. I just want the book because I just want to put it on my coffee table, so when people come over, they're looking at me like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I clearly can't take this to the office. Oh, oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, what are you reading, Chantal? Mm. Passing passing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. But yeah. If you guys um look on our Instagram, you will see that I broke down all the episodes and what chapters we'll be reading if you get your books late so you could catch up. That way nobody won't be lost. But, but other than that, that's all I got. Oh, Shantan, I got a question for you. Yeah? Did we leave the dog's bowls at your house? Did you? I don't think so. I thought you put it in the cage. I thought I did too. We can't find it now. Wait. I don't see no doggy bowls in the kitchen. You sure it's not in the car? Um, I think it might be in the car. I have to check the car. It gotta be in the car because I feel like I saw you put it in the cage. I feel like I did too. Casey didn't leave the doggy bowls here. The bag? I'm looking at- no, they were they were in the container. The crates. No, yeah, he took them. Yeah. Took them I gotta okay. be in the car. He's in the car. <laughs> I just didn't check the car. I was like, let then me what you been feeding the, the dogs in? No, we have extra stuff, so we have more food oh. for them in the freezer. I just wanted to know before I run out this weekend and go buy some because I lost them. <laughs> no, no, no. They should be in there. Okay. No, I'm sure it's <laughs> I just wanted to double check with you first before I go look in the car and be like, oh, bitch, I can't find it. I've been thinking about getting a bull terrier. Really? That's so cute. They are cute. Well, I don't want no puppy. Oh. Why don't you get a dog from the pound? I mean, I will look, but it's rare that I see a dog from the pound that I want to take home. Are those free? Dogs for the pound sometimes. Huh? Don't you pay them something? It depends because sometimes if they have like if they have like an influx of dogs, they're just trying to get rid of them. Sometimes they give them to people for free. Mm. Cool colors and lightweight t-shirts and merch to support so what page you on bid podcast you can go to let shop bid on teespring and get any piece of merch you would like now back to the show And if you and if they do ask for anything, you'll probably just be like maybe like fifty or like a hundred bucks. They don't ask for like a whole lot of money. Mm. And a lot of those dogs are good dogs. They're already like housebroken and stuff like that. And trained, they just don't nobody want them. Mm. 
if Alan was down for the dog, the doggy dog world, there probably would be one, but he like, nah. I get it. Hmm. I get it too. You just gotta make sure that, like, especially y'all with kids, you just have to ask. But the parent, like, um, I got kids at the crib. Do we get along with kids? Regard, yeah, that too. But regardless of where I get a dog, they getting trained because I don't. I want. I want someone that knows knows the laws already. <laughs> Go get you right. Hmm. It's not hard to train a dog. That's how you build a bond. Yeah. Well, y'all have fun with that. Kobe was over here um, getting familiar with the doggy. He was. Yeah, yeah. to my surprise. Because I, 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 let, I let them stay in the cage at first and then I let them out and then they calmed down and then he was just following around the house. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad you getting used to dogs because you acting like you scared of them little dogs. Right. That's why it's so important. No, I didn't take no video. I should have. I um, it's important for you to take little kids to like the zoo and yeah, and places to see animals like that because sometimes Mm -hmm. because kids never been around animals, they grow a fear that they don't even know why. Yeah. That's very very true. Yeah, because I always liked dogs. I was never afraid of dogs. Because we always had dogs in the house. Oh. Yeah, we had a dog when I was growing up, too, but he ended up passing. Mm. Saddest days of my childhood. Damn. I remember we had this big-ass dog. It was like a Rottweiler mixed with a Doberman. Mm-hmm. And me and my twin brother, we used to get on top of it and ride it around like a horse. Oh, my God. <laughs> that dog looked like... <laughs> and he'll let us do it too. He was so he was so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finished Ozark and I'm mad now. <laughs> I didn't finish it yet. Oh my god. You watch that, Casey? Uh-uh. He used to watch it. But he got a long way to go, honey. He do. I had to sit down one weekend and just binge watch the whole shit. They were talking about it at uh, work today, too. Yeah. They got, like, a commentary episode. Honey, that Marty Bird and Wendy. Listen. They are, like, black and white, but they compliment each other. It's <laughs> yeah. So what is it about? So basically, this... Yeah, this um regular degular family from the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um... They were living in Chicago, I think, and um, they business wasn't going how it should have, so they moved to like the outskirts. Okay. And while they were out there, they ran into some situations where they were uh, basically basically asked to hold some money in order to make some money. Okay. And then the little bit of money that they were asked to basically wash so the drug dealers can pick it up turned into too much money to where they were hiding it to the point where they couldn't hide it no more and they had to figure out 
how to start a legit business to be able to fund the lifestyle they wanted for them and their kids while still working with these dangerous people. And then everything just snowballed. And you know, when like, when you're dealing with a lot of money, comes people that ain't never dealt with money and then this person starts to blackmail you so you so you let them in and give them a little piece of action and then you have family around that is addictive to different drugs and then they get hooked on it and then you know domino effect of shit oh that sounds like a lot yeah and but, then when you involve the cartel that's a whole yes and then it's like humor <laughs> humor is in it um, crazy, crazy people is in it, and it's just like, oh my god. Okay. I'm telling you, it's some white gangster shit. Like, you, hey, boy, cool. Yeah. If you ever want to learn how to launder money, Ozark is it, honey? Like free game. Yeah. Is it kind of like the white collar version of like Breaking Bad? I never. Seen I don't it. even call it white collar because it's more like outskirts, country ass. You know they out here doing some dirty shit. Well, with white collar crimes, it's not nothing. It's they're like non-violent drug crimes. Oh no, no, there's violence in this, but not every episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. It is madness. Okay. But I might it, get into it. Makes you think about how all this stuff, like casinos and shit, how that comes about. Like, girl, they, this stuff so dirty. Stuff like that to uh, hide money, like hide like that fraud shit. And then oh, what yeah. makes it so crazy is I, I've been watching. After I finished Ozarks, I went right back to catching up on Fargo. Have y'all seen Fargo? No. <laughs> Fargo no. is crazy. It's madness. Okay, I might get into it because I knew somebody who was who used the money who used to uh, actually used to work for the guy, and he used to launder money. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, he opened up like a candy store to like mm-hmm. wash the money through, and he was paying me and my brother like under the table. Mm-hmm. And like we were the only two employees that they had, mm. and it was like the only people that would be in the store the whole time was either me or him. Or like me and his wife, or like my brother and the wife, or like my brother or him, and then like it was never a, there were never any other people in the store but besides the four of us, and like they weren't drumming enough business to like pay us what they were paying. Then they were paying us under the table, and we were getting paid every single day that we were there. Mm, it was like a good friend. Yeah, and then like one day they were just like, "Don't come back." And we're like, wow. is everything all right? They're like, um, yeah, we'll just call you if we need you. And then the next thing we know, like, they're closed. And then the next thing we know, the husband went to prison. Mm. Yeah, they got caught up. Yeah. What's up, Tierra? So, Speaking of that, my plug disappeared. Oh. Your plug. Yeah, they used to be somewhere and then all of a sudden they vanished and I just don't I don't know what happened. So the edible plug? Yay! They in jail. Man, I'm just like, why? When the plug disappears like that, like all of a sudden that, that nigga's in jail. No. My God. When I tell you the delivery will be like next day. Oh. Either he's in jail or he went legit and he ain't telling you. Man. And the person the person that put me on 
they can't find him either. Oh, that nigga in jail. Like, oh, wow. Damn, homie. You know his real name? I would say look him up. No, it's not a it's not a man, it's a woman. Oh mm. <laughs> she's still a nigga, that nigga in jail. <laughs> But you know that's like the reality is. I feel like people. There's some people who want to grind it out and do like a legit business on the side of doing regular nine to five work to get mm-hmm. ahead. And there's some people that's just going to do the dirty work, whether it's scamming, you know, laundering money, or selling drugs, or selling guns to get yeah. by. And there's nothing that people are going to do to stop that because. The price keep going up for stuff and shit don't make sense. Because this is their logic of thinking and I'm not mad at it. They're like, if I can just not get caught yeah, and do less work and make a shitload more money, why not do that? Yeah. yeah. Versus going to somebody's job every day and having somebody <laughs> cuss at me or yell at me for peanuts. Yeah, or be missing from my kids for more hours than I would like to, only to bring home this capped amount of money. Right. Because let's be let's be real, the illegal shit usually at night. Yeah. And your kids in bed by then. Yeah. But you know what? What I was watching, I was watching the last episode of Atlanta, and it was basically um, called. Um, that's another thing so, you can on. basically something that's very trendy or something like that and it was mm-hmm. ba- it basically highlighted how um, women come from different countries and islands and they get hired as nannies to these rich white people <laughs> in New York yeah. um, and they basically Especially New York. They, they basically disregard their family and just make sure they send money back and their kids end up raising themselves, but then the nanny ended up having this funeral, and the white little boy that she was last looking over, his parents took him to the funeral, and it was in Queens, New York. And everybody in there was Trini, and it was just very vivid of how I feel like the mindset of white people still, they feel like they have to have somebody black or Hispanic that's below them in life to take care of their children. Mm-hmm. That's so superior. That's right, and I'm just like, what that's the what fuck? happened in slavery, right? You know, and I, I think it is. I don't even feel like they need. They they want somebody black or Hispanic to make them feel superior. I just feel like they know that we're gonna do the fucking job. That too, but at what at at our generation, I don't feel like. I feel like our generation. Yeah. Me personally, I want to drop taking care of my kids to live in somebody else's home and raise their children but I feel like our parents or our grandparents would do it because they see the benefit of being able to send money to their kids is more important than them actually being there and so what happened at the funeral in the episode was everybody was praising the lady that died and then her daughter got on stage and she was like, everybody want to talk about how she was this and she was that but she was never there when this happened and she was never there and that happened and she started like asking her siblings when she wasn't around and then you saw like the white people in the back 
creeping out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just like, but I said, this shit is so real. This shit is so real. Right. Because like you said, like the older generation was like, they felt like <laughs> financial care, like financial stability was taking care of the household. Yeah. They 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 would rather provide than than nurture. Yeah. And but they thought while providing that was nurturing, which it really wasn't. And which uh, especially with dads, because a lot of dads, um, they felt like being a dad was taking care of the household and bringing home money. It yeah. wasn't engaging with your kids or knowing what they like or showing up for their events and stuff. So a lot of the kids that experienced a dad in that way grew up sometimes with a complex feeling like their dad didn't like them or didn't care. When reality is that your father wasn't raised or told to be a father in that way. They were only Mm -hmm. raised to father this way. That's why they didn't do it. It had nothing to do with them not liking you. Sometimes I feel like them niggas do that shit for a choice though. Yeah. So, like, prime example, like, this is a show that Drew and I watch. It's called Love and Marriage Huntsville. And, like, one of the husbands on the show, he's, like, very, like, old school, misogynistic type dudes. Mm-hmm. And one day, like, in one of the, like, earlier episodes in the seasons, um, like, in one of the earlier seasons, like, yeah. the wife left him home with the kids. Yeah. And he was complaining the whole time, like, why are you leaving me home with these kids? Like, I'm not a baby. You know how to and do she nothing. was like, and she was like, nigga, these your fucking kids. Like, what are you talking about babysitting? You're watching your kids, you're not babysitting shit. Was that the one yeah. that was cheating? Um, he wasn't the one. Well, they haven't caught him cheating yet, but this season they find him that the cheat that that he was out there cheating. But um it's that is that is it's that other couple. And he was home watching the kids. And his son was hungry, and he was like, oh, you hungry? And his son was like, yeah. He was like, you want to make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? His son gave him, like, oh the nastiest look. And he was like, what? And his son was like, nigga, I'm fucking allergic to peanuts. Wow. <laughs> and you don't know that, and y'all live in the same house. And it's your son. This is your son. Well, it, it, you know, and that's, it, I feel like that's still happening today. Like, yeah. for me... Um, as far as like medical care, mm-hmm. I, I want to say Ari Dad has taken Ari to a doctor's appointment three times. Sure. Um, Anya's dad has never. Anya's dad don't know nothing medically about Anya. He just know Anya exists, and I feel like unfortunately, a lot of dads, even if they live in the household, feel like oh your mom must have that stuff, but your mom you know, must know if your paperwork is up to par. I don't know that stuff. As if they don't need to know it. And I'm just like, nah, you need to know. Yeah, you should know in case something happens. Exactly. Yeah. These niggas don't be worried about their kids. They don't. (laughs) That's why they tell you, they were like, you gotta watch what you have children with. Hi. 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 Don't don't respond back to him, y'all. 
No, I got to because Kobe is a. We a got man to because Kobe don't talk to us, dog. Listen, I'm man of minimal words, so when he do talk, we gonna stop back. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Is, the is, that, is the video that nigga fucking a chicken for me? Listen. <laughs> what you call his name? He was like, yeah? <laughs> the drama. Mm. I'm telling you, Kobe's going to be that dude. He's going to have all kinds of people over at your house. Kiki. No, hell, he not. <laughs> Kobe going to be like, don't go, don't walk in the front because she got the cameras in there. Come on around the side. I'll let you inside. Okay. I'm still on Kika go, go here at China. She's like, who you just let in my house? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. He's so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna grow out of that. Anya was like that. Anya I was the so. kid that Anya was the kid that said hi to everybody. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I, I hope so. Ari, Ari was the, the, the baby with the mean face. So Ari was a rude ass baby though. Listen, yeah, if she ain't know you, she ain't say nothing to you. And, and I think, I think when she turned two, then she started getting a little friendly. Yeah, see, that's how I want Cobra to be, like, sir. Yeah, you just gotta be able to tell him what to look out for. Well, Ari thinks she's a city girl, so she do. <laughs> She do. <laughs> she was like, she was like, um, do you like my 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 bow hair? Take a picture. Get your get your phone. Take a picture. <laughs> girl, this is not a moment. Her poses, like, girl, who told you to pose like that? Listen, she got that pose down. But she ain't got nothing. Listen, down. she Listen. be telling Anya how to pose in pictures. I say you need to stop. Uh-uh, not Anya. Ain't I, yes. I, 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 Anya just started with the legs, okay? Anya, she texted me today. Where she texted you? He said, hi. I said, hey, Anya. He said, how are you doing? I'm sleepy. How are you? And she didn't respond back. And then right after she texted, my niece called me. I said, boy, these kids, why why aren't y'all in school? What are y'all doing in the middle of the day? Listen, she, um... She busted in my room today talking about how you feeling. <laughs> Not like you, Cherry. And then Ari texts me, I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Why are you texting me from the living room? <laughs> no. No, it was them FaceTiming me for me. I was like, girl, why is y'all FaceTiming me? What do y'all want? Let me tell you how. I, so I was trying to save everybody. And Ari's iPad because she has like a long list of FaceTimes of her just calling people. So I was like, let me get them out of here so she won't keep calling randomly. Because Ari's the type where she's gonna let that thing ring seven times before she hang up. And so I took I took a lot of numbers out of there and she ended up calling her dad. She's like, oh my god. He was like, What is it? My iPad is looking at her just put on the theatrics <laughs> from the kitchen and I just walked over to the iPad I'm just like her iPad is not broke I just took off some of the numbers that she keep calling all the time off of her list there ain't nothing wrong with her iPad I'm trying to call Kian I can't go. <laughs> I 
said, can you please tell your girlfriend to call Ari so she can shut up? <laughs> oh, my God. So after, after Kia called her, she was like, hey, do you want to look at my bouncy house? <laughs> <laughs> Not with the dramatic tears. I was like, yo, I can't stand this kid. She's so extra. Not with the dramatic uh, tears. Listen, though. calling with his yeah. eyes. About, Listen. Hey, girl. You want to see my house? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's so extra for no reason. That's hilarious. Listen, Ari is only uh, five, but I already feel sorry for the men that come into her life as an adult. Because I'm going to be like, I know. I'm going to just look at him and be like, I know you stressed. <laughs> I used to be like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you stressed. Oh my god, we got three more days until weekend. What you what you doing from a from a Monday? Um on the day of, I'm not sure yet, but I got some pre plans. Oh. <laughs> but I can't speak on it. Oh. What yeah. do those plans include? Hands on body. Oh. <laughs> the D I, the D to the I to the C to the K? No, 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 no. Oh. Is it a massage? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Casey would go left. All the way left. All right, left. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Playing. That's what I've been trying to. That's what I've been trying to do on Mother's Day. Listen, that would be nice, but nothing planned. Is Kobe coughing? No, he's laughing. Oh. <laughs> Kobe is so funny. He keeps looking at me and laughing. It was so hot today. I'm trying to think. Do I want to straighten my hair tomorrow? It was hot as hell. Not shave your hair tomorrow. Yeah, well, straighten my hair tonight for tomorrow. Oh, you said straighten. Because... I thought you said shave it. No, straighten it. Because my I had washed my hair this morning, and I just let it air dry, and it's been at a calm. And then I went outside, and now she growing. And I'm just like, do I want to straighten my hair tomorrow? Yeah. Maybe not. It was hot as hell. Maybe not. It was hot as hell. And this would want to be outside from 10 in the morning until 7 p.m. Sir, no. (laughs) I'm trying to be out in the street. Listen. It was hot as hell outside. What are you doing? Whenever the girls go outside, every time they come inside, they think they need to eat. I'm not gonna sit out here all day with you, partner. <laughs> that he make you sleepy. Yeah, it do. do make you sleepy. Exhausted. 
He did have a little three, uh, a three hour nap this afternoon. Mm. I didn't get like hoping to hang outside more. He was dead. Listen, Miami didn't help. Um, a little bit, but it was cloudy in Miami. Oh. Really? Yeah. Even though we praised the clear skies and It was. So the sun was out Friday most of the day, but like not out enough for me to get like a decent kind of color. Mm-hmm. And then like Saturday, it was pretty much raining. And then when we got there Thursday, we were too tired to do shit. Yeah, that's traveling. Like, we ordered food. Like, we got to the hotel. Like, we got food. We got to the hotel and, like, stuff like that. And, like, we picked up some stuff that we needed. And then once we got back to the hotel, we went to sleep. Mm. That'd be the best sleep, though. Why you on vacation? That's why I can't be tired now. (laughs) That'd be the best sleep. I slept so good in Hawaii. (laughs) Listen. After that beach and that salt water and that food, I was knocked out. Oh, oh, bitch. Dog's in the way and I'm trying to eat. Listen, Ming's good for being under somebody's leg and not saying nothing. Nope. It's like, <laughs> sis, I did not see you, my dad. And then want to add, and then want to look at you all weird because you didn't hit her. Well, y'all, for your night on a Tuesday, we shall be back um, in two weeks on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Don't text me nothing about what y'all read in this book until Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Hold it in. Hold it in. I'll just send one word. I'll be like, bitch. (laughs) I'll just send emojis. (laughs) There will be no book discussions until the episode on Tuesday. Or be like, girl, listen. Get your book, okay? We're reading the prologue till chapter five for the next episode. It's uh, Passes Eat Pulse Too. Girl, why you talking? Mm. You better not text us about the book neither, because you know you good for no. that. No, yes. And there's nothing yes. about it. And through a voice message at that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to remember it. I'm going to remember it. I won't. Okay. We all Gucci. We finna go to bed. Well, I'm finna go to bed. I don't know what this person to do. Well, I'm finna mess up. I'm finna tell this fire real quick. And then I'm finna go to bed. Mm. Mm-hmm. About to finish this movie. And maybe I might go to bed. Oh. Well, maybe. Night, y'all. Night. Good night, Tierra. Good night, Tierra. Well, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow, child. You know, we talk every day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right.
that's it. That's all we got for y'all this episode. If you want more, you can find more of what we be doing and what we like and what books we have read on shanbepodden.com. C-H-A-N-B-E-P-O-D-D-I-N.com. Check y'all next time.